Hello everyone. In the seventh episode of the EIS podcast, my fellow member from the Netherlands, David, will interview Abdullah from Bangladesh. Enjoy. You can't build peace on empty stomachs. Let's bring one and one together. I watch the world from your point of view. Well, good evening, Abdullah. Welcome to this uh, podcast. I'm very happy to see you here and to hear you. So uh, I wish you a very warm welcome to this podcast. Um, well, can you maybe start introducing yourself? Like, where do you come from? What are you currently doing for work or for study? Uh, thank you. I think uh, this uh, uh, honorable moment for me to be a part of this podcast. And thank you for being the host. Uh, I'm, fr- I'm Abdullah, as you said. And my friends call me Maruf. I'm from Bangladesh, and uh, my city name is uh, Potuakhali. It's on the southern part of Bangladesh. So, and uh, another things I would like to mention about my city, uh, it's called the uh, Daughter of Sea. I mean, in Bengali, it's called uh, Shagorkona. I mean, uh, there is a uh, there is a beach uh, uh, near to my city, and that calls uh, Kuakata Sea Beach. And uh, from that beach, you can enjoy both sunset and sunrise uh, uh, unobstructedly. And uh, you can have the full view of the sunset and sunrise from the same beach. I think uh, that's uh, pretty much about myself and my uh, city. Oh, that seems like a very special beach indeed. And also like the, what you said uh, the, about the sea and in the south of Bangladesh, I, well, I guess the sea is very prominent uh, over there. So, uh, are you still studying or are you already working? Uh, I'm still uh, studying. I'm currently on the seventh semester of BSc in Agricultural Honors. Uh, I'm studying in Potuakali Science and Technology University. My university is in my city. So, I think that's uh, benefit beneficial for me. And uh, I guess uh, I will need uh, six or seven months more for uh, becoming a graduate, you know, uh, because of pandemic. But uh, in the meantime, I didn't uh, uh, kill my time by doing uh, lockdown or in the lockdown. So uh, I tried to find the opportunity to do some research with my uh, professor. And luckily, I got uh, got chance to do uh, research as a research assistant uh, on a project. So I think uh, I'm pretty much lucky and I'm using the free time uh, that, that I got because of lockdown. So I think... Uh, and also, uh, I would like to mention that I, I also working for different uh, youth organizations. So uh, I'm always being busy with uh, those kind of activities and I'm trying to develop myself for my future career. Wow, wow, that's great to hear. So you're you're still studying, but also active in research. And besides that, you're you're active in EIS, but also in other youth organizations. So that you're really like a very busy. Uh, I can hear. So um, within the research, is it related to agriculture or is it uh, something different? And, uh, it's uh, uh, related to agricultural extension and in some case it's uh, related to agriculture. Uh, it's like a climate information service. We're working uh, for climate information service. If I, uh, name, uh, if I tell you the name of the uh, research project, it's roles and need of climate information in farm women decision decision support for climate smart agriculture in coastal uh, Bangladesh. As you know uh, that uh, women uh, are uh, 
if I tell you about our country perspective uh, for climate change, there is a huge migration on uh, workforce. People, uh, people, our farmers are uh, joining different workforce. They are migrating to different works, but mostly the women, the uh, village women, they are, uh, they are, they are getting more involved with the agricultural sector. So, and but uh, the village women are uh, lacking in the technological part or uh, climate information service. But uh, I think that's our study uh, area where we are working on uh, to provide the support uh, to the village women, uh, farm women about the climate information service so that uh, they can make a better decision on their farming practices. Oh, well. That's uh, super interesting to hear. Thanks for sharing. So these climate information surveys can be used, uh, well, to make better decisions in agriculture. And if I understood it right, there is also specifically a focus on the involvement of women within these projects and within these services. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And did I also uh, hear that you were talking about migration uh, due to climate change? Is that already happening or is that like something that's feared? I mean, uh, for my for my research purpose, I went to a coastal area, coastal village. So uh, in this area, I found uh, people are people uh, the people involved with agriculture. They also having some part time job, uh, like uh, they are seasonal in agriculture. So someone is uh, doing business, someone is uh, as working as a car driver, or moving to the capital city for source of work and. Um, so I think uh, that that's the big, uh, that's the reason. And you know, the, our uh, in our coastal area, the uh, salinity is a big problem issue. So uh, mm -hmm. that could be a reason uh, the farmers are migrating. The rate is slow, but I think uh, in near future, uh, the rate will increase. Well, thanks. Yeah. Oh, I actually I took a course at uh, Wageningen University recently, uh, and I also studied salinity in the south of Bangladesh. And I also read a blog about it. And in that blog, it was said that in the long-term future, there will probably be a lot of migration from the south of Bangladesh to the north. Uh, well, yeah, so it's very uh, interesting. Maybe it's not the right word, but maybe dangerous, like what's happening in the, yeah, in the south of Bangladesh with all these climate change difficulties. But at least your project is making a, yeah. Yeah. A nice step into adaptation maybe i would say yeah uh, it's uh, more about adaptation and also decision making for farmers you know uh, the uh, main uh, in our country uh, the male people are the head of the family so uh, they are moving to uh, they are migrating for different work but uh, women are involving in the agriculture sector more uh, that that's the reason we should also focus on women for uh, in, in informing them about climate information service or providing information service to them so that also they can uh, involve with agriculture and increase their productivity using the land. Yes, well, thank you. I, I also completely agree with your, uh, with your point of view. And so, well, thanks a lot for sharing this about your research. Uh, and you are, you are also an IIS member of your local city or, or, or how does that work in Bangladesh? Uh, uh, I, I'm a, a local director of in my campus uh, local committee. And uh, shall I share the journey of Yash with you and how I started? Yeah, yeah. So um, it, it's back uh, four or uh, three or four years back. 
uh, one of my senior from different university, I mean Kulna University, uh, and they knocked me and tell me there is an international organization named uh, EASH. Uh, would you like to open a committee in your country? Uh, but uh, I didn't know much about it, and I was a third semester student that time, so uh, I I couldn't uh, establish a committee uh, in my university. But uh, after a few months, I found another uh, senior of mine who is also interested to establish EAS in our uh, university. So uh, we both started working to uh, build a committee in our campus. And uh, that time, EAS had uh, two uh, local committee, EAS uh, Kulna University and EAS PSU. Uh, still now, we are uh, EAS PSU and EAS KU are recognized member of EAS Bangladesh. And uh, from, from that time, we did a lot of program, we did a lot of events, and uh, also uh, I didn't uh, confine myself on the local level. I also worked on uh, Yes Bangladesh as the Vice President of Project Development, and also uh, for two years, I'm also working on uh, Yes World as Quality Board, and this year, I'm the Quality Board of uh, Finance, and I think that's the beauty of Yes, you, you can have a diversity of your work, you can learn, from this platform and uh, even the networking we get, uh, international networking experience with different people. That's the future mm -hmm. of yes, I think. Yes, yes, indeed, yeah. So well, you are active in many committees at many different levels. And I also heard like already a nice link between your research and your study and what within your focus on the IS. So that's really nice, uh, nice to hear. Um, so, You've been doing a lot with EIS, but what could you maybe think of your best IIS-related experience? What was really one of the highlights in your uh, IIS events, maybe, or uh, some people you met? I mean, uh, if I tell you the best, then I could uh, tell about the event it named uh, Agricultural Diplomatic Symposium. I don't know if you heard about uh, Diplomatic Symposium. It's like uh, Model United Nation. Like, uh, yeah. That, uh, but based on agriculture. So uh, we, I joined a lot of uh, Model United Nations program, but uh, I thought, uh, why we don't uh, try something new uh, like uh, for agricultural students? So I think that was an interesting event different uh, from different, uh, different, I mean, university participants joined that event and I was a director of that event. So I think that was a proud moment for me and the event was uh, very much successful. Everybody was talking about our events, and oh, great. I think uh, we should uh, we should uh, do more of that kind of program uh, so that we can uh, solve the global issue together regarding agricultural uh, agriculture. And uh, on that event, uh, we uh, talked about the issue regarding the uh, genetically modified uh, crop. You know, in many countries, there are controversies regarding genetically modified crops, and some countries, uh, some people are, are not uh, using it because religious uh, are, are different issues. So uh, on that event, we talked about it uh, from different country perspective, and uh, we come up with a, a good resolution, I think. Oh, cool. Well, indeed, I think that's really a nice model to, uh, well, to talk about these, uh, well, about any topic, but also about that topic. And I think that's also something that maybe can go wrong online in these more or less Corona times. So, well, 
I think this is also an inspiring example for people who listen to also organize this within their uh, local committee or together with other, uh, well, other committees. So thanks a lot for uh, for sharing this. Uh, thank you. Uh, also, um, I would like to mention a project about uh, uh, for last few days, I, I attended training uh, for trainers. So th that project was regarding uh, the civic education for students. You know, uh, Bangladesh is a democratic country, but uh, in some aspects, uh, maybe we are not uh, well uh, act well known about our rights and responsibilities. So I think a civic education from the kindergarten level, from the primary level, is uh, necess necessity. So uh, the event the event is organized by a volunteer for Bangladesh. The project they are the host of the project. So, uh, but um, what we will do is uh, we will teach civic education our right uh, as a, a civilian our responsibility for our country uh, to the uh, children so that they can know about uh, civic education from an initial level of their studies and in near future they can uh, work on it. Uh, that is really something with which you work with really young people so not only youth but like in EIS but also even younger people actually. Also, uh, they will implement uh, different uh, projects. I mean, uh, we, we, I think uh, about 100 uh, projects, little projects on their own, like uh, uh, something on their school or on their campus, uh, tree plantation or painting their walls and writing uh, different quotes regarding civic education there, or even if they have an issue in their uh, campus or in their school, they can fix it on their own and we will give them financial support so that uh, they can do the project they can uh, lead the project and i think that would be a, a platform for uh, practicing leadership too yes indeed yeah well great but I, i'm wondering because you you have mentioned so many interesting projects and i really like also your research and your study fields but uh well you're doing a lot of things now, which I really uh, like, and are, yeah, it's really nice to hear. But what are actually like your plans for the future? Because maybe in a year you will maybe graduate, and like, what are your future plans? So in in my future, uh, a few days back when uh, it was in lockdown in our in our country, I was in a dilemma: what should I do? Uh, or what should I be in the future? Then I think uh, I got a future plan. Uh, I will uh, try for government uh, government service. I mean, uh, it's called BCS in our country. So as mm -hmm. I have uh, interest in research, I will try to be a, a scientific research uh, officer or agricultural extension officer. And uh, I'm also preparing for it. But uh, if I think I, I, I'm not uh, meant for it, I, I'm not made for uh, those positions, then I think I will try for higher education after my master's. Uh, I think I will go, I will try for doing PhDs in uh, different uh, reputed, reputed university around the globe where I get the opportunity. So I think I will uh, try to balance uh, both sectors. I will also prepare for BCS and I will also prepare for getting a scholarship uh, if I can succeed uh, on BCS. Wow, that's nice. But I, at least I think it's really a great advantage that you already have lots of research experience for getting a scholarship or a PhD position. So, well, I think yeah, there's a promising uh, future for you. Uh, thank you. Uh, but I think uh, the field is more competitive, uh, becoming more competitive day by day. And uh, uh, still, uh, I need a 
a lot of preparation, a lot of uh, hard work to achieve my goals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes, yes. But hard work is not, not a problem when you like the work, right? Yeah, I'm kind of alcoholic person, but uh, sometimes uh, it, it becomes difficult for me to balance the work life and the my my works personal life and works as you know a few days back uh i also had to attend a uh, wedding of my uncle but uh, in the meantime i also had uh, different works i had to uh, attend one uh, training so i had to compromise some things in, in the meantime so i think uh that that sometimes happens with me uh -huh. maybe that's also a nice thing like uh, a nice uh a wise thing to say like it's important to work hard for the future but it's also very important to balance like the working life and the personal life uh, of course yeah, yeah. i mean uh, i think uh, those people are the successful people they can those who can balance their personal life and their work life but i think i had i i had to learn a lot about those things and uh, to success in my career in my life so, but I also think that when you are aware of this and you mention this, then you will get on the right track and, uh, well, find some nice position somewhere in some way. So, uh, yeah, that's really what how I'm convinced. And well, is there maybe because we already discussed uh, some important points and also things that are very relevant to our uh, listeners, is there maybe one more thing that you would really like to tell to our public? Like, what is really something you would like to tell to them? So I think uh, uh, the thing I learned from a workshop, it will be like, uh, we are the youth and I think we have a huge power to do some change in our, uh, in our, in our community, if you think uh, in our community or in our country, as I'm a student of agriculture. So I think uh, it's our duty, it's our responsibility uh, to mobilize something, to bring change in our agricultural sector. As you know, uh, there are different problems uh, in agriculture sector in our country, like uh, uh, variety problems, salinity issues, uh, even there are different uh, political issues. Uh, sometimes farmers don't get uh, enough uh, enough amount for their amount, enough price for their uh, crops, their products. So I think there is a lot of issues to work with. So uh, I think uh, as a youth, I would like to uh, tell everyone to uh, take it as their responsibility and do their job to change the world for a better future. Well, thanks a lot. I think that's really a nice uh, closure of this podcast. Well, I found it a really inspiring uh, conversation. So I would really would like to thank you for uh, well for being here and for telling your story and for inspiring others. So uh, well, thanks a lot. Yeah, I, I will thank you too for such a nice opportunity to share my stories. So thank you. Interesting to hear about the research and activities of Abdullah. Special thanks to Abdullah and David for being a fantastic host. This podcast has been edited by myself, Thomas, promoted by Festus and his team and sponsored by Wageningen University and Research. Thank you for listening and tune in next week to hear a story from a different continent. You can't build peace on empty stomachs. La